What up? And welcome back to the Grown Women Podcast. I'm Brie. And I'm Chelsea. And this podcast is all about navigating the intersectionality of Black female adulthood. So sit back, relax, and grab a drink as we discuss the treasure and the trash of being grown Black women in these streets. We're opening up each episode with cocktails and conversations where we mix up a drink of choice and dive into the episode's main topic. Uh, today, I am double fisting it. I got a chai tea latte, a dirty chai, actually, um, and the Mike's Black Cherry because, you know, it's Saturday. It's brunch. Um, You stole my words. I was going to say I'm double fisting, but not alcohol. Um, <laughs> or, or, wait, I'm not double fisting alcohol. Uh. I have water and a little coffee uh, to energize my soul because, you know, um, we're recording this on the weekend and I had to get some energy to clean and, you know, do your mama like turn the music oh, on. Yes. I'm trying. Listen, I <laughs> am. Clean today is house. laundry day. I told so, you yes, that and then we I'm- are <laughs> doing the laundry because I can't. So, I ain't got no welcome drawers. Welcome to the Grown Woman podcast yes. again because we got things to do. I literally sang my six month day. Uh, Yuri is six months today. And so I was like singing him happy six months. And then I was like, we're going to do laundry today. Your mama ain't got no draws. Your mama ain't got no draws. That <laughs> is David walked in and was the like, most mom with thing you. To do. <laughs> I got no draws. We got to do some laundry because <laughs> I can't be going to Target every time I run out of underwear. Oh my gosh, I'm not the only one because I no. I, Listen, can we talk about? I it? have target. I have calculated target pickups to pick up underwear or bra on my way somewhere when I didn't have no draws. You got them getting your draws together. I'm embarrassed. So what? I'm not. I just don't like them. I don't want their hands on my panties. And so I just walk in there, grab about five pairs of drawers. No, I ain't got time for all that. It's, most of the time, my kids are with me. So I ain't got time to be going in the store. <laughs> not they Absolutely not. I just, you know, somebody here is going to be on it when they get it to the to the racks. So Touché. what's the difference? Touche. Throw my drawers in a bag. Just throw it in a bag. And I'm going to go put these on and go about my business and pray that there's not syphilis on it. And I sat on that. <laughs> See, you always take it too far. Like I be enjoying <laughs> the conversation, and you had to say something out of pocket. <laughs> Is it though? The way my nose just turns up, <laughs> unnecessary. We really gotta start our Patreon so people can see the facial expressions because that's the I, best part. I know. I'm like, oh my word. But okay. then I might have to do something with my hair, and anybody got time for that? Okay, Chelsea, what are we talking about today? We don't have, we got Today, we are talking about redefining work and passion. And, you know, in honor of Rihanna's most recent concert, um, in which she featured- the Fenty Bowl? Yes, Fenty Bowl. Um, There was like some sports ball or something happening before and after her concert. It was really cool. Anyway, uh, I have words. I have lots of words, but mostly I have words for those of you who require this high level production and, you know, stop asking 
Black people to entertain y'all and tap dance for y'all. Because if you two was up there on that stage in a tight pants in one spot singing them boring songs, y'all have been a-okay. But for whatever reason, when people of color get on the stage, y'all got something to say about if it's boring or if it's too much. If she would have done something extravagant, y'all have been like, she doing too much. So this woman is very pregnant. Putting on a show. Listen, I didn't care what she was doing because I was in my room dancing. And that is what her music is for. Rihanna knows she is not a, a performer. I, but I think she is though, but like, she's never, if you're a Rihanna fan, um, she's a dancer, but she's not a big dancer anyway. So the Stop fact that. that people were like, that's she a lie. Not moving Rihanna is not for me. a dancer. She I'm has like, some rhythm. Have y'all but not been not to a like dancer. a Rihanna? That's what I'm saying. She has never done these full, like she is, she, she can have a set now she she does great with the set design and all of that but she has never been one to be up there y'all been sharing memes of her gyrating like she'd been electrocuted all week and y'all thought she was gonna come and do something extravagant she she also doesn't need any i i a lot of the comments that i was seeing was like why didn't she bring anybody out? She didn't have no features. She don't need features. Who was going to pay for it? Because but she showed like, it paid. Like she was just like, she was up how many feet in the air? Right. She, she I was thoroughly entertained. That was a feature. <laughs> right. That was a feature. She and the video? Fenty, not the video. But... Fenty merchandise as her features. You know, I love it. I love to see it. She was out right. there showing the people all her millions, all her billions. Like this is this. I am not just a singer. I am a businesswoman, and I'm here for it. Because Rihanna said, "Y'all gonna get what you gonna get," and I I don't really care if you throw a fit. Because at the end of the day, I'm a billionaire, and y'all got to get up at six o'clock in the morning and get ready for work the next day. So that's another thing. Not y'all was sitting on y'all's couches trying to judge somebody. I was thoroughly entertained. I loved every second of it. She hasn't Listen, performed in seven, ye- seven I, years. I loved every I didn't need second nobody of it. And I didn't even I didn't watch nobody. most of it because I was too busy dancing with my baby. And me and my little baby girl, she was out there shaking her hips. And we were just having a great time because Rihanna makes music that makes you happy and joyful and makes you want to dance. So that's what we was doing. She came in to do that. And she did that. I don't care if it was lip syncing. I don't care if she wasn't, I don't know, doing all these things with her marshmallow backup dancers. I don't, I don't really care. You know, they were sperm, right? They were sperm. Yes, I know. Like, and I, I feel, I feel like, did that miss some, some people? Did that? Of miss, course. Did the Girl, There is no people? sex ed in this country. You think some people know what, the, what was going on? Oh my gosh. There is no sex ed anymore. How is that? Girl, well, that's a whole nother, That's a whole nother uh, topic. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic, (laughs) but, um, which, which brings us to the conversation, like redefining your work and passion. Cause if anybody has redefined their work and their passion, it is Riri. Mm -hmm. Like she was selling out shows, making some of the best music of her life transitioned into a business millionaire. And I love it because it's like, it shows that she doesn't have have to to sing songs for y'all. Yeah. And we don't have to stay in one lane. 
we do not have to stay in one lane with the work that we do. We evolve, we grow. It's amazing when you have that freedom to be able to dabble in things that you're interested in. Like what what would it look like if we live in a society where everyone had the means and the support to go and do the things that they're interested in, you know? And so I see that in her, I see her doing that. And that makes me excited for her work, but also like for me stepping into full entrepreneurship, like it's exciting for me to go to work on a regular basis and decide what works for me and what doesn't. And if, and so I've done that recently, like I am about to relaunch my website because I have taken off some of the services that I usually offer because I'm like, those don't bring me joy. I, every time I book a client for this, I actually dread it. So then it was like, well, why the hell am I still doing it? And I think we now live in a place in, in society where it's not just okay, but there are support systems for us to, to develop as we grow. Like I'm a completely different person than I was when I first started my business. So of course my business shouldn't look the same. Our work should evolve with us as we evolve. Right. And I feel like people often judge when they're used to you doing one thing and then you do a switch up and it's like, am I not allowed to grow and do the things that make me happy? Not for your benefit, but this is for my benefit in my life and my, and my mentality. Um, And I think people judge too much on when someone isn't who they used to be. It's, 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 and especially with celebrities, like we're talking about Rihanna, like, especially the expectation that you have, like, no, you, you were giving me this product, you were giving this product and now you don't want to do it no more. That's what you were put here to do. No, they weren't. They weren't put here to serve you. Right. And it's the same, like with athletes that take a stance on things. It's like, shut up and play ball. And it's like, people are multifaceted. They can play ball and care about things. And people are human beings. Right. And, and that's what I mean. It's like, we put people in boxes because it's like, this is the way that I see you and I see your value. Therefore, that is the way that you should be functioning till the day you die. And it's like, no, that that's not how this works, actually. So I want to really think about that. Like, what does it look like for us as we balance those different aspects of life like what does it look like to do work and what does it look like to maintain having a passion that you're you're growing that you're going after and I think it's okay to like question yourself in the moment where you're feeling stuck like is it my work is it something in my personal life outside of work like what can I do to redefine what I'm passionate about. I questioned myself about that a lot. And recently I had questioned myself about that a lot, especially um, when I was stuck home from the Dalaska. Um, there was like an ice storm here. And I was like- You just said Alaska. I was like, I wait, was, what? <laughs> when I tell you, God bless Texas in- how they didn't know what to do with this ice. But anyways, there's an ice storm here. And I, prior to that ice storm, I'm back full-time at work after the pandemic. Like we're full-time back in the office. 
And it has just been so exhausting for me. And it's been so exhausting for me to like be underneath um, people who one, don't really know you because you've been home for like two years. And um, the expectation is, um, is different. So in my line of work, outside of my podcast fun with Chelsea, <laughs> obviously I'm in news and we've talked about it, but like I was feeling more burnt out than usual. Like right. I was walking into work and just dreading every second of my day for like the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, what is it? Like, is it I have to find something that brings me joy here or I'm not going to make it. Like I was like literally thinking about quitting my job. Right. And I feel and like I was like, we don't have enough support for the middle like we can't all go leave the traditional workplace and everybody's not suited to be entrepreneurs right like our our society would fracture if we just all left the workplace right so what does it look like if we shift our mindset and and learn how to find joy and purpose in that daily work regardless mm-hmm. of if it is our passion right and I think that is like the the missing piece that enough people aren't talking about and I feel like there's too tough. much like leave your job like Beyonce telling people to leave her and jo- people their tell job. you but pe- that's what people, people tell you to, like, tell you to leave, leave your, job. your job and then what I got but Are it's also know? what you're talking about it's like I think for me it's like well I'm in the field that I am passionate in right so what does that look like to redefine something that you are already have been passionate about and you've lost some of that spark? So what does that look like? Because I was like, I don't want to necessarily leave my field. Right. You know what I'm saying? So how do I redefine my mindset, like you said, and find the elements of this job that I once enjoyed or can enjoy? Again, I need to go down some different avenues. I need to think outside the box how mm-hmm. I can of service and bring my work to the next level. Because mm-hmm. right now I'm just like in a place where I'm just like, this isn't what I want to do. Like, I was literally like, I don't know what to do. And when Delaska happened and they were like, y'all gotta, y'all gotta work from home all week. And I was like, Monday through Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing. I was like, you ain't told me nothing. Like, let me pack my bags and get to the house. You know what I mean? So I was like sitting here. I got some rest. Um, I got to lay here and relax in my pajamas and I'm putting in work and the amount of relaxation I felt and the amount of time that I had to think about the things that and the elements that I liked doing with my job. Um, it just really shifted my mentality um, working, I worked four days from home. And when I went back on Friday, you guys, I walked in there, I had a smile on my face. Right. I was like, you know what, this, these are the parts of my job that I like. I'm going to present this to my boss. I'm going to start writing more, more of these stories. I'm going to start, I had like a whole new breath of life and light, uh, for what I did. And so this whole past week, I've just been kind of putting myself into projects that I desire. And, and I, I've been giving ideas to my team members, which I hadn't been doing. I'm like, there's got to be some change here because we're not connecting on a um, 
cohesive level here. Like we're all doing different things. And I think we need to come together um, and, and try some of these things. And so even my boss commented was like, you this week have just really like have become, they were like, you're already a leader on this squad, but like what you've brought to the team within the last week, it's really shown. And people are like commenting on how positive that's been. And I'm like, Oh, see, see what a little time relaxation work from home people. like, <laughs> But like, see what like time spent with yourself and like doing it for you and not worried about how you're going to be judged by other people outside of yourself uh, really helped me a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think with us being in this middle ground between exiting quarantine, exiting out of like the height of the pandemic, um, everyone is, everyone has spent the last three years redefining and renegotiating what work looks like and now we're actually in a weird space where we feel like we have some wiggle room to start implementing those things and I think that's where if you haven't had proactive leadership in that redefinition it's causing an internal struggle where it's like you feel the need to break out of traditional structures that have been this way for 150 years. Um, it no longer serves us. It no longer serves us. And we're all and they have realizing, to understand that. Right. And so I feel like for, for employers, they are doing themselves, their businesses and their employees a disservice if they are not being proactive with that because right, you're going yeah. to lose people because we are now demanding that a change be made because we value ourselves we value right. our mental health the schedules weren't scheduling the schedules were not scheduling <laughs> they weren't scheduling the for paychecks me. are not pay the paychecks are not paying <laughs> like the inflation is inflating yeah the inflation <laughs> is inflating um, things things are getting smaller at the store and I don't know where y'all think we work in Dallas Texas to be raising rent like this right so like it's we need just like jobs, some of us but you're right like leadership it has to start with leadership it has to start um from the top and people are for real leaving like I'm not saying don't quit your job um but I think we also have to, and I've talked about this a lot at work. I'm like, we also have to speak up for what we need. And especially mm -hmm. in corporate settings, I'm like, don't be afraid to speak up to what you need to bring you joy within your job. Cause I was like, at one point I was like, you know what? I said, y'all. And I said this to a team in room and I was like, you got to stop being a yes person. I was like, you're exhausted. And if you're tired, tell them that. Because I was like, you're doing a lot and it's not serving you. Mm -hmm. No yeah. is a complete sentence, even yeah. at work. Yeah, absolutely. And I will and so, say it in <laughs> right. I like, Brianna, can you do this? This is, I'm already working on this project. No, I, I don't have the capacity. I don't have the 
the bandwidth is what they like to use my job. They're like, do you have the bandwidth to get this done? Type of this? And I'm like, no, do you? <laughs> because no, you know what I mean? So like, I'm not saying but they have to understand, like you said, like the framework's different, especially coming out of three years of chaos and confusion. Right. Right. And so like, what does that look like? What does that next step look like? And for me, it's, it's constantly... It's constantly reevaluating the work that I am doing and making sure it feels in alignment with our passion and with our purpose. And like for me, I'm thankful to be in a place that I can say no to work that doesn't align for me. And that's what I want for everybody because I feel like we are able to collectively mold and create a world that is better for our kids it's better for our families if there is that built-in understanding and space for us to exist in a way that supports all the facets of who we are I think it is up to us to like really reinforce boundaries and create what we need and what we want to be the norm or else they will continue to do the status quo and that's killing us right yeah I think you have to have grace for yourself too. have a little grace for yourself I always like to call it um, I do a little bit of a heart check like how I'm feeling and the things that I'm doing especially when it comes to my work um and I think people just I think that's the thing, like you have to be able to hold space for people who are in the middle. You have to be able to understand like it all, it, it low-key just comes down to empathy and compassion for people, especially when, when they're struggling with what avenue they want to take and, and who they want and what they want their life to look like and workplace big part of that unfortunately in this world because we need money we need dollars we need coins so I think it's okay um to not be okay with the path that you're taking but also um take some time to evaluate where you want to be and what that looks like and in the midst of that I think don't let people judge the steps that you're making and the journey that you're taking, because like our paths are not linear. There's nothing straightforward about doing step one, step two, step three, A plus B equals C child, because that's going to kill you and bringing it back to Rihanna. Let her make her coin. <laughs> Listen, let her give us a half ass booty shake. Because, because we was, didn't pay for her anyway to show exactly. up. So I mean, that was and let's just be clear. That was this what the second highest viewed Super Bowl show in history. Child, who's number one? I need to look to see who that was. More people tuned into Rihanna's Fenty Bowl than the actual Super Bowl. That that tells you something. We was. Girl, I still don't know who won. 
<laughs> the Chiefs, girl. Now I'm from oh, I'm from well, Kansas slash Missouri. I wish so they didn't win just because of I game. was watching the game as well. <laughs> I was there for the Fenty Bowl, and when I tell y'all, I was at this little bar. Um, and when I tell you, every woman got up from their table and walked over to them TVs when Rihanna's show started, and we was in there singing and kicking it up. It was a good time. So, yes. And the expectations we have for women are just that much more high for some reason. And y'all think being strong and capable is a compliment, but so, uh, no, not all. No, no, we are, we are not your super women. We are not, we are humans. We have the full myriad of complex emotions and abilities and capabilities and let us just be human let us be soft let us sit down and sing a song let us not have to be groundbreaking every time we show our face in public that is exhausting it is exhausting and i'm tired of it being the ex the ground expectation of black women to put on i was about to say the expectation yeah all the time that is what infuriates me about all the conversation about Rihanna because if it had been some mediocre white man nobody would ask him to do nothing but sit up there in some tight ass pants and sing a boring song and he would get all the accolades miss me with that I'm gonna have to get me another tea and calm down (laughs) (laughs) y'all saw Chelsea's face she got so hot and I said "Mm -hmm. yes Yes, ma'am. I had to shut up. It, like the the mom voice came out, and I said, "Well, let me shut up." The mom voice came out. Whoo! <laughs> let me shut up and let her get it, cause that's it. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. Promise. I'm I'm done. I ain't gonna say nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, okay. I was like, "All right, let me get my notepad and paper out. <laughs> Take notes, people." Listen, we said don't. what we said. I said what I said, and I ain't gonna say it again. Um. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. I got the giggles now. Me um, too. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, what are you giving energy to, and what are you denying your energy from this week? And then, how are you caring for yourself? I know you said you gonna get your nails did today. I am. I am. You know, when I hop up off of here, God bless. You know what I'm saying? That three weeks is up. That three and a half weeks is up. I gotta get the nails uh, taken care of. Gotta get the girlies done. Um, your girl has had braids, and she's hit the six week limit. And black women, you know what I'm talking about. I've hit the six week limit. I was trying to make it last. I was, but the baby hairs uh, don't care, and they coming out in frays. So I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna take my hair down, get it washed. Um, I got some adulting to do, so I'm putting all my energy in just to and and into getting my life together <laughs> this week. That's <laughs> what it sounds like. Um, denying my energy from, I have to say this because it has been bothering me since the other day. I got the most backhanded compliment and it kind of goes off like what we were talking about, like work, passion and redefine it. And remember when I said, you know, about 10 minutes ago, how I got a compliment about my positivity, my own boss gave me a backhanded compliment. And I said, 
the devil be busy. Right. And so I'm kind of denying my energy. Um, he he said something to me. He said, um, looked me dead in my face and was like, your attitude. Now, mind you, I have to preface this with, he's not the best boss. There are bosses who help you achieve your in-game goal and help you grow as a person in your job, in your position, and gives you expectations and challenges and that you want to exceed and you want to excel at. This one just micromanages all day. So like, I just, <laughs> anyway, right. he said something about my attitude because I don't particularly, not that I don't get along with him. I just don't, excuse my language. I just don't fucks with him like that. Like I don't, I don't make, I don't take time out of my day to, um, entertain conversation uh with him when I'm busy so anyways he was just like your attitude because I've been um talking to him more this week more than normal because we haven't been as busy and he was just like your attitude has just been so good he said your attitude he said not that you have a bad attitude and I said and I just kind of looked at him and went what (laughs) like he would have got a quickly got a bad attitude (laughs) yeah I was like what Sir, um, okay. okay. Thank you for my gold star Thank- that I didn't ask for. Exactly, and so I'm just kind of denying my energy from foolishness. From foolishness. <laughs> from foolishness, because it was the foolishness. I said what? It went. You know what I it- noticed the other day? He said it smiling in my face, and I was I like, "Have not had to work with a single white man." Since and it's 2019. And, and, y'all, and you knew he was white before I, I knew. Was, you just I knew. knew. I said. And this is the kind of energy that I do not deal with anymore. And I it can't. has changed my life. It's, it'll save your life, I bet. I bet. Because I was sitting there like, oh my Lord. And that man really thought he was saying something nice. Anyways, don't deny my energy from that. Um, And I got some, I got some projects coming up that I'm excited about work projects. I get to do more women's sports, which we've talked about on here and I'm passionate about. So yeah. What are, what, what's, what's good your way? Um, you know, I am, Ooh, let's see. I'm giving my energy to saying no, I'm saying no to things this week. Um, that is also my self-care. Um, there are too many, too many things. Too many pots on burners, and I don't have enough burners, so I just gotta stop cooking some things, and that's fine. So, um, that's my answer for everything. I'm denying my energy to excess, um, and I'm caring for myself by only being involved in the things that are absolutely necessary and or bring joy and capacity to my family. So, that's where I'm at. That's how I'm moving this week. I literally just um change my myspace uh bubble um your what my myspace bubble that's what i call the notes on instagram girl i said what so you got your myspace you know your password i was trying to get in there for you i was trying to revive it and i don't even know what email i use like i I can't even even figure out what email it was anyway um no that's what i call the stupid notes in the instagram inbox story thing i don't even know what to call it but um so on there, I put, I'm at capacity. The answer is no. Um, so that's how I'm moving. 
We love to see it. Yeah. Well, we're excited to be back, y'all. We are excited to be back. <laughs> Just we are excited. I to wish be y'all could see us on video. We need to start releasing YouTube. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, y'all need to drop us a line if you want some video content. Let us know, and for we sure, could, we we can might make that happen. We can might. We can might. That's what's heavy on the might. <laughs> because the way me and Chelsea be up in Listen. here rocking the JJs. Listen, I got my Christmas PJs on today, okay? And Shut y'all lucky up. I even have a bra on. That's 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 where that's what it a is. A miracle. Hello. All right. Well, okay. yes, we are back. We are black. We are excited to be back on the mic. Yes. We appreciate I your really support. I really miss talking yes. to you guys. Yes. I miss running my mouth. I miss <laughs> that's what it is. I miss running my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just letting my feelings out this is yes, like a therapy it session, is like perhaps. a therapy it's like a group therapy <laughs> and then we're, we're glad you're here yes we are so glad you're here we want to hear from you so drop us a line um on sure. instagram or twitter at grown women pod or email us Give at us grown women pod at gmail.com yes follow like share we're gonna be uh, working on being more consistent with their content so y'all can give us some feedback and all those things um but you know that's it that's it so thanks for tuning in always remember that if there's not room for you bust some heads Uh break some tables we knocking we bucking and we ready to fight amen because why because the table's trash absolutely All right, you guys, sending love, sending some cliche light, and uh, we hope you like it. I'm sending some brass knuckles. (laughs) Jesus. Help us. I am helping. That's why I'm sending brass knuckles. (laughs) Have you ever put brass knuckles on? No. (laughs) We got to (laughs) go. Leave it. And on that note. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you.